Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Ube Dakhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sounds good? Okay, here we go. Today, I'm very excited to introduce you to Lee Carraher. How are you doing, Lee? And where are you hanging out right now? I'm very well, thank you. And I'm in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, which is in the west side of the state of Wisconsin, which is near Minnesota. Wonderful, beautiful. So Lee Carraher, CEO of Double Forty PR, is known for practical solutions to big problems. She's on a mission to help small business uh, level up communications to achieve their goals. And I think your mission that uh, to get results, you need to start uh, with great communication is remarkable. So I'm very thankful I can talk to you today, Lee. Thank you for having me. I so appreciate it, Uwe. Wonderful. So let's dive right in. I'm ready. Okay, here we go. So what I'm interested first is who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? Our ideal client is a company, either a company that is small, uh, you know, onesie, twosie, threesie kind of company who is has started um, and is now trying to um, increase their impact or increase their profile. Uh, get new kinds of clients, new kinds of awareness. Or it's a company, um, a a much larger company, could be a food company, a beverage company, consumer lifestyle company, also who has been around for a bit and has, you know, gotten that first core customer. They got the really, you know, their friends and family are on board and now they're trying to go mainstream. So they both have the same kinds of challenges, um, a little bit different situation of who they are. And their challenge is to go beyond who's natural for them, who they know the best, to uh, become more um, mainstream, meaning more, more liked, more known, more adopted, more eaten, more whatever used by people who don't know them already. I don't know if you all want to be eaten <laughs> in a <laughs> way. Food it's companies, about ex- you know, food companies. No, I get it. Chocolate. <laughs> I totally get it. No, it's just kind of like, what? Well, yeah, yeah. I don't want to be eaten. Yeah, but <laughs> but you, you know, use my service. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So that's why you're here. <laughs> Wonderful. But I, I guess there, there might be common mistakes they make when trying to become more visible to expand more their, their reach. So what yes. would that be? I think the first piece is we always start with people we know best, right? We start with our friends and family. We start with the people we've worked before with, with before, and then we hit a wall. We hit a wall because our network isn't big enough. We hit, depending on our goals, we hit a wall because those people retire. We hit a wall, we hit walls. Um, and if you're not constantly thinking about who's next, who's, who's like those people who you don't know and how do you reach them, um, you hit walls and walls um, aren't good for business. So one of the things that, you know, most companies, if you don't think about it, they just assume what worked for the people they knew will work for the people they don't know. And in general, that is not true. 
Okay, I understand. So before I ask uh, Lee, who is uh, bringing down walls in the market, what is one value reaction that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something to our audience. If you're enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So, Lee, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with that issue? So, uh, it's two it's two actions. So, first you have to identify really identify your story. Why do you matter to people who don't know you? Why would you matter to um people who eat food or if you're a food company or who um, run, if you're a sneaker company or whatever, why would you matter? What is your difference? What, what is your story? Why did you exist? And when you identify those things that are why you matter versus please try my shoe because you're my friend, right? That's the first piece you can do. So the first piece is to define your value in the world. Um, and this is very hard really for um, a very hard, more, well, Harder for women than it is for men if it's their own service business. And one of our practices is to help the women owners just get over the fact that, you know, people don't have to love them for them to be really um, good at business. And then what you can do, we have several things. So what the first thing you want to do, you don't need any help on this. What are you, what are you valuable for? Who would find your thing valuable? And the next thing is to be... Um, uh, the biggest thing you can do to get testimonial is really from third-party endorsements. So it's people like yourself who don't know you. It's people, uh, influencers, media relations, whatever it is. You have something to offer if you have a company that is someone's buying. And you can figure out, you can do this yourself, figure out who are the media who should cover you. And then introduce yourself and just do it. Um, a lot of people are scared by it. Our business is that. But it's not rocket science. It's just a lot of work. So don't be scared of tooting your own horn. Don't be scared of saying you matter. Just go do it. As you were speaking, you know, I was just kind of like uh, in real time realizing how you're connecting the dots. Uh, so you start with the why and then it's kind of like really creating the the the, the bridge, building a bridge and, you know, breaking down the walls as we talked earlier yes. um, and to connect you to the right places and so um, and glad that I can be glad that they have you in doing that so my question for you is what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that might help with that uh, kind of issue or maybe also in a broader sense on our website doubleforte.com in the resources we have several different things you can download that will show you how to tell your story show you how to create a media list show you how to figure out what your value is all those things you can just go to our website double-forte.com it's in under resources they're all pdfs you can download them for free um and they are really rich in um in one explaining what you have to do and then how to do it so um You don't need us to do the work. You can do this yourself. It is a lot of work. That's why we have a business. But you can go, you know, one person can go use these resources that big companies, we work for very, some very, very large companies. The same things that work for large companies work for small companies. We're basically showing people how to do it on our website. 
I think that's uh, in itself is a, is a great insight that, you know, things that work for, you know, the bigger companies also can work for someone really small, you know, on, on its own. So uh, wonderful. So thank you for sharing these wonderful resources. And of course, we put the links in, in the show description and I can't wait uh, to check your resources out. Definitely <laughs> going to go there. So Lee, my next question um, is, what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? I think the first, the, the question um, you should ask me is, the question we get asked a lot is how do I, how do I get myself out of, how do I, how do I build a great reputation? And they think that they can buy it. You know, how much money do I need to spend to get a great reputation? And the answer is you cannot buy yourself a great reputation. You have to earn a great reputation Our job is to amplify things that are uh, great about your reputation, but we cannot make a great reputation for you. If you don't uh, live up to what you say, you're not trustworthy. If you're not trustworthy, you cannot have a good reputation. So you, it's a business um, problem, not a PR problem, right? I see. So it's kind of, you know, it's, it's, uh, it just hit me because it's so, t you know, you have to do something, you know, just, uh, you know, just buying everything doesn't mean, you know, you can doesn't work. Uh, solve, it doesn't work. Uh, it, it's so clear uh, that you, uh, what you got, you know, you can enhance or you can, you know, um, clarify better. Right. Exactly. You can clarify yeah. it. And I think the other thing that a lot, particularly in Silicon Valley, we hear a lot, oh, that's a bad, you know, ask me, what's a bad PR problem? There is no bad PR problem. There is only bad business problems. You know, <laughs> PR can't fix a bad business problem. You have to fix the problem first, and then PR can uh, articulate a vision towards the solve, and then can bring people along in solving that problem. But you can't, you know, there's no bad PR. There's only bad business. I like that it come, comes down to the business model, definitely, and uh, at, at the core of uh, what uh, businesses are doing. And we see this too often that, uh, you know, uh, th yeah, we live in, in, in challenging times. So there's Very a lot to do. Absolutely. Right? And totally it, what, get it. What is better, I think what's not, you know, politics aside, so pol political communication aside across the world, just put that into another thing. But where we are as consumers as across the world, across the world, consumers care more today about who they buy from. What, what are they putting? Who, who made this thing that I'm putting in my mouth? Who made this shoe that I'm putting on my foot? Who, who are these people who are doing these services for me? People care more about that. And um, that only is good news for good business. That is only good news for good business. It is challenging news for companies who have obfuscated or who have um, not told the truth about who they are and how they do their work. Um, and you see so much problem today with comp legacy companies who never had to do this, who um, are now trying to catch up, right? Uh, it's expensive to catch up to the truth if you haven't told the truth. So just tell the truth in the beginning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> skip, skip that old shit, you know, just yes, tell the truth. All. 
Just keep it on. Fantastic. And yeah. there are so many examples already out there. So just, uh, you know, some, some of the companies that you really like for what they do and what they stand for. And it's, you know, there's there's more and more educated consumers. And uh, yeah, I, I can see that. And uh, so it's only going to grow. That's, that it's, kimono yeah, it's has opened the, the, the horse is out of the barn. That is only going to grow. That's not going to get smaller ever. Yeah. So the more you and you, and this is what I talked about earlier, like, why do you matter? Why you matter is how, why you exist. Why, how did you find yourself? Why did you find the company? What are your principles? What are your values? Those things all matter when you think about why you matter. So, um, you know, it's not something you can make up. You have to live it. Excellent, yeah, and it all makes sense, and it comes 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 really down. And I, I love how you put it all together, and it's uh, much clearer now, right from the beginning. And uh, you just mentioned what uh, matters, and this brings me to my final question: uh, When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family, and why? So the last time was December seventeenth, twenty twenty one. Um, my family, my son, my younger son, uh, Liam, who just turned 21, um, has de developmental disorders. And we were told when he was four and five, like we, our expectations were too high for him. that He would never walk and he would never talk and he would never read and all this stuff. We were told that when we were four, when he was four or five. And of course, uh, we pulled him out of that school. <laughs> so when he turned 21, um, His godfather had this idea that he was turning 21 in 21. So we're going to Vegas, which apparently is what you do, is go to Vegas when you turn 21. I did not go to Vegas, but so we went to Vegas and 17 of our family friends came with us and we all stayed together for three days. And on the 17th, December 17th, we had a birthday party for my son who was told he would never walk and talk. And he gave a toast to everybody in the room, thanking them all for celebrating with him that he was 21. And I didn't just get goosebumps. I may have had a few tears on that one. <laughs> Getting teary right now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's all good. Oh, this is a beautiful uh, goosebumps story. Thank you for sharing, uh, Lee, and uh, letting, uh, allowing us being part of that uh, beautiful moment uh, with your son. So thank you again, Lee. This is a very beautiful uh, goosebumps moment. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you. I appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you shared with us today. Thank you. It's such an honor to be with you. Oh, thank you. It was my pleasure. Thank you for listening. And as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.